Good afternoon, beautiful people. I'm keeping all my content free of charge so there's complete transparency so everyone can get the benefit of all the information. This is a completely independent podcast, but any monetary support is greatly appreciated. Click the support this podcast link at the end of the episode description for more details. Now back to the show. Let's segue into, um, you say you're an avid podcast listener and you're into like um, the Joe Rogans and the Jimmy Doors. I think oh, I introduced yeah. you to Jimmy Dore, right? I knew Jimmy Dore as a stand-up. Okay. So I'm very big into the stand-up comedy world. Like I told, I think we were talking last night, I got my black belt in stand-up comedy, man, when it comes to like... <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I listen to, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, Jimmy Dore, uh, Sam Tripoli, Brian Callen have one called uh, Conspiracy Social Club. I listen to that. I listen to a Fighter and the Kid. I listen to a lot of different um, podcasts. But uh, so let's talk about Jimmy Dore. You want to talk about Rogan or Jimmy Dore first? It doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's you, man. Okay, so I want to... I want to say one thing about Rogan because honestly, I probably get more arguments about Joe Rogan than I do any other figure like this with people. And the reason why is because you know people try to quote unquote cancel him for everything he says. But here's the thing about Joe Rogan. I've, he's got over thousands of episodes. I've been a fan since day one. I've seen the very first podcast he ever did. I do not go to Joe Rogan for political advice. I don't. So who do you go to then? Well, right now it's you, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not so much political advice, but I like hearing. I think that Joe Rogan says a lot of good points on politics. I do. But I think people try to view him like he even says himself. He is, if you listen to him and, and are trying to actually take advice from him, you're an idiot. Like he's, he has said that on a podcast himself. And what the media does is take clips of his podcast, just clips and make it sound way worse than it is. But if they listen to whole two hour podcast, they'd understand that he's not actually whatever they're trying to put out. You know, like they, they, they try to say that he's like on the, can I say right without you getting pissed? Mm -hmm. <laughs> They try to mm -hmm. picture him like he's on this, like, right, mm -hmm. not. He's actually, Joe Rogan is a free thinker, technically. He <laughs> is. He is. is. And um, everybody's argument with me when I speak, what, when I say what I just said is this, and people very near and dear to me, I've gotten heated arguments with them. They say, yeah, but when you ha have a platform that is that big, which Joe Rogan is, gets more listeners than, like, CNN and Fox, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he's the largest podcaster in the world. I think he's the, I think it's the most watched show actually. Like I, I like, I know he gets more views than CNN and Fox for sure. Mm -hmm. um, they said, when you have a platform that big, their argument with me is always like, you can't say just whatever you want because you have an obligation to the people. My issue is so, that. So they're, so they're pro censorship then. Exactly. So when I hear that, I fight it every single time because I'm like, he is telling you, he is a stand-up comedian. He has, he, I mean, he has some of the best guests on. I've probably learned more about just different topics from his podcast 
not on, not on politics, but just about a bunch of different stuff. Like he, people try to view him. I don't, I don't actually put him and Jimmy Dore in the same category. I know you probably do, but I don't. How are they different? Because uh, Jimmy Dore is strictly all politics, man. I think, I mean, his, his, his focus is way more, and he makes this evident, even when he's, he's been on Rogan three times. I recently, mm-hmm. just, he's been on Rogan three or four times. And his podcast, I mean, it's ran like if you were watching like World News at night. Like that's how his because I watch his podcast live because if not, they but that but that's where he but he but he doesn't share webinar. He was part of the Young Turks network at one point. Yeah, and so I view I view them differently. I don't view Rogan and, and you've said it before that you think that like he gets too much credit. He does. In what aspect do you mean he gets he? Get, I think I agree with you in the aspect he gets too much credit when it comes to him speaking on politics or coronavirus. I agree with that, but he shouldn't even be because shit libs are basically just using him as a weapon, mm-hmm. you know. And really, none of this even matters. It's like, dude, he's just a comedian that tells. He's a personality, yeah. He, he even says it himself. He tells dick and fart jokes, man. Like, I mean, come, like. People have got to like stop with the Rogan hate because he's they're trying to make him out to be something that he's not. And he's like telling them that. But people don't want to listen. Sorry, I'm getting heated about this. It's just I'm really. No, 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 no. You good, man. I'm I'm enjoying this, dude. Like, like, I mean, people think he's like they're like, oh, he's white and he's a meathead. And it's like, oh, he's dude. Appearance means not shit when it comes to this. Appearance doesn't mean anything, but people look at him, you know. So anyway. Yeah, but when you say when you say people who who exactly shit who are the, shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least in my experience, everybody that hates on Joe Rogan is somebody and, and, and what's and what's the composition of those shit lips? That he's bad for society because he has so many listeners and he shouldn't just be spouting. No, I'm off. talking. About, I'm talking about like what kind of shit lives are we talking about? Are we talking about white people? Who are we talking about? Like, let's just be real. Who are we talking about? Like, you mean like? Well, yeah, it's it's all white people. Exactly. I mean, the, but see, that's the problem I have with the whole issue. The pro the problem with people like Rogan is not even Rogan per se. I guess it's hard for me to comment on Rogan. Rogan and Dora, to me, are more good than bad. Let me just put that. Yeah. They they don't bother me, put it that way. I don't think they change much. I think that Rogan and Dora are both podcasters, which is fine. They're comedians, they're podcasters. They're both comedians. There's not a coincidence. Trevor Noah is a, is a comedian. Um, you have a lot of comedians they have converted into podcasters. I mean, I'm a fucking professor converted into podcaster now. Yeah. Or commentator, whatever it is. They, at the end of the day, they serve the interests of the ruling class. They don't benefit anybody as far as quality of life. They help as far as a conduit. They're a good conduit to have. I view them as almost the pulse of America. The pulse of everyday America, you can find it on Jimmy Dore or Joe Rogan. That's how a lot of everyday Americans think. Of all persuasions, black, white, LGBTQ, different. Um, there are two different styles of podcasts, though, dude. 
they're not that different. I, they're I'm, very, I'm, very I, different. I'm just saying, I'm speaking as a black person. And I'm speaking as a quote unquote an outsider. Oh, okay. Because I don't believe that they're my, I don't believe that I'm their target audience. I fuck with them because I don't believe that they're free thinkers. That's why I've messed with both of them. Yeah. But they're not my, I don't believe that I'm their target audience. I think that they're surprised with the amount of blacks. Jimmy Dore and Joe Rogan have considerable black audiences. They do. And that's something else that's not talked about a lot. They have a lot of black support. Because at the end of the day, it's a class thing. If people like what you're talking about, they're going to tune in and listen to you. They don't care about all the other shit. They appeal to white people's sensibilities. But we also have those same sensibilities. Black people do. It's not even a problem that I have with Rogan and Dora. It's just that... Can you elaborate on that a little bit? The problem that is is more an issue of if that was me in their position, I wouldn't be able to reach out to the audiences that they're able to reach out to simply because of them and free thinkers is absolutely awesome. Yeah. It's kind of like Eminem being the white rapper phenom, the phenom that he is. He's an unbelievable rapper. I think he also gets extra credit for being a white person on top of it, though. I think I view them the same way. They do good things. I would agree with that. They do good things for the me- for the alternative independent media space, but they're also put on this pedestal, and it almost blushes out. Like, a lot of black people fuck with Rogan and Dora. They do. You would never know that, though, because the narrative is very much... He appeals to the everyday man. I bet a lot of women listen to Dora and Rogan. That's why I'm lumping them together because their bases are very similar. They have a lot of different sort of, um, they have a lot of different audience. They don't have a certain type of audience. They're very anti, they have a lot of anti-establishment leanings in their audience of different sort of backgrounds. And so that's why they're very attractive because if you just click and watch this person and you don't like the way shit is, you're going to tune into people like that because you don't like the way shit is. You want to see some changes. You said that yourself. Yeah. I don't like the way stuff is. I want to see something change. And you know what? Even if it doesn't go into the change that I want, at least it's doing something. It's showing that somebody's caring about something because whatever we're living now is not fucking working out. I think that they speak to both of those kind of audiences. I would agree. I would agree. I would. I would agree with that. The only kind of thing that I would kind of kind of flip there is like mm-hmm. I like I said a second ago. They are and and dude, I'm not. I I know you listen to a lot of pat podcasts too, so I'm not doing this whole like oh I no 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 no. I'm, podcast master guy or you know but no 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 like i have to be in two completely different moods if to listen to either door or rogan because to, to me they're not even on the same realm as a podcast now their followings might be the same because look i follow both of them i watch both of them so i get the following aspect of what you're saying mm-hmm. but and I, and I will say, I've got, and I've told you this, I, I love Door's show, but especially lately, it's very, 
like I'm so sick of hearing about his shit with the Young Turks. I'm like every episode, like like Doors podcast, and and don't get me wrong, he says a lot of true shit, but at the same time, and I think you'll agree with me, there comes a point when I'm, especially if I'm gonna try to learn something, which I would. I, I kind of look to learn more from Jimmy Dore's like podcast on the political side than obviously if I watch Rogan. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to hear this like "fuck this person, fuck this person." Look what this person did. It's all reactionary shit. That's exactly what it is. In, mm-hmm. in, in which is fine, but like it's gotten lately, it's gotten really heavy into that. And so I'm not saying I'm stopping listening to Jimmy Dore, but. It's just, it's getting harder because I'm so, like, stop talking about the Young Turks, man. We get it. You had a beef. We understand. So you're, so you're telling me, you're telling me that if Joe Rogan was in that same capacity, he would not be doing what Doors doing. Joe Rogan doesn't have the knowledge to do it in the politics. And what makes you think that Jimmy Dore does? Because that's all he talks about. I'm not saying I learned shit from him, but I'm saying if I was going to try Mm-hmm. He's some shit that I didn't know about. I can't give you examples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he definitely, he, he does I mean, that. He's an avenue. Yeah, but it's just very this, like, and another, and, he, and I will say, Jimmy Dore, if you watch him, like I do, like, quite a bit, like, Kurt Metzger is actually just, he's just a straight-up stand-up comedian, and he's on mm-hmm. all of his shows, just about, at least lately. He has no... No point in talking politics. Like he's, Rogan would have more of a, of a say in him. So that, especially seeing him in it lately, has been a little weird because I've I've known about Kurt for a long time. But Ralph Lacone too. Yeah, yeah. He's on there a lot. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I just I just get heated because I feel like I just it, it goes back to which I know we don't get into cancel culture on this forum, but it, it goes back to that a lot, man. I just I hate seeing people get so offended over shit that is not even supposed to be in the realm that they're getting offended at it about, if that makes sense. Like they're mm-hmm. getting offended about him giving, say, like medical advice when he tells you, if you listen to me, you're a fucking idiot because I'm a comedian and tell dick and fart jokes like Mm-hmm. So that's all a person. And that's another thing. If you don't like something, and I know I sound like a lot of people when I say this, turn it off. Don't watch it. I don't mm-hmm. like CNN anymore. I don't like Fox. Guess what? I don't watch the shit. Mm-hmm. So still fuck him. But I mean, you know, it's like. Yeah, I just, um, I challenge you to sort of explore outside of these. Um, I mean, you obviously listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, who else do you listen to besides Joe Rogan, Jimmy Dore? You see, you mentioned a um a conspiracy social club it's also comedians okay so it's called is is that what it's called conspiracy social club yeah it's okay um, it's got brian callen and sam tripley in it and basically the concept is sam tripley is a huge conspiracy theorist brian callen is not so they have a topic each episode and then they base uh callen tries to debunk it basically Mm -hmm. It's actually, but Sam Tripley has his black belt in this conspiracy shit. So it's very interesting. And some of it, I will say, is completely outlandish, as it should be, because they're two comedians. But there has been some stuff that then I have looked into afterwards, and it's like, well, you know. So. But see, um, the, the issue with Dora and Rogan that I have, and someone actually reacted to um, when I promoted Sabrina Savati's Savvy Sabs from the Revolutionary Blackout Network. 
someone actually responded and was talking about how they appreciate they appreciated me platforming her, you know, because she was in Jimmy Dore's like corner, like she had his back because he's been attacked a lot lately. Yeah. I view these two as um and I lumped them together because I'm all about I'm all about folks on the issues and education. And then hopefully the education leads to actions. These two to me don't promote that. Jimmy Dore does talk about Medicare for all. He does talk about social issues and stuff. And Dore and, and Rogan does too to a small extent. But it's um to me, they are pop, part of the pop culture. You say that they, they, they're being canceled, but... No, I, uh, agree, I, I agree with you, though. That's, that's, I agree with the pop culture. Thing. But I would, argue, I would argue that they're actually getting more benefit from the canceling than anything. I, I think that just makes their subscriber base get bigger. Oh, well, yeah, because I will say... In, because in, once you do that, you're, so you're cutting off... So you're cutting off an echo chamber, but you're also creating another one. Well, yeah, it's like that same thing when two boxers fight, like Floyd Mayweather. People would just watch his fights to see him lose. It's kind of that same thing. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of that same, like, thought process. But I, I do know – now, on another note, like, in the pop culture world, if you want to talk that, I do see people, like you're saying, they're actually starting to kind of wake up to this whole – this cancel shit, culture shit, I think will, at least in that realm, is going to start dialing back – I was just saying that I, I just hate to see it because I don't like, you know, I'm a, like a huge Joe Rogan guy, but he is not a political figure. He's not, but they try to put him, they try to view him like he is and he's not. Mm-hmm. That's where I think me and you agree is like, I, I do think he gets too much credit, but it's, it's credit in the wrong way. Does that mm-hmm. get what I'm saying when I say that? It's like, he shouldn't even be in the realm I guess my question is, when did this start with, um, because I think, again, I, I believe you're operating off of reactionary views towards Rogan. I followed Rogan for like six years now. So if you, you followed for six years, you've either followed him or you haven't followed him. A lot of the people that you're talking about that don't like him don't, don't even follow his podcast. Yeah, so it's like, why do they even attack him? So that's just like, a, but that, but to me, that's like a recency bias type thing. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with the CV19 stuff. I mean, I know that really was a big. Ever since the CV19, once he platformed Robert Malone and and some other doctors on that stuff, I mean, it's, it it all goes back into the pop culture stuff again. That's what I mean. To me, I see Rogan and Dora as no more than just a, an extension. Yeah. Of honestly, if a YouTube channel has over a million or more subscribers, I don't see it as really serious at all. Yeah. Like, I, and I don't mean that to be mean. No, I, I think, understand what you mean. I, I don't think you can be serious, and and that's why I started this platform. I'm not going to have a lot of subscribers down the road. Ten years from now. I may not even have 10,000 subscribers. It's not meant to be that. It's simply just an outlet for people to get information because unfortunately, I love this country. I love the people in the country, but we put so much stock in celebrity culture and infotainment. It seems like the only way people can get information now, it has to be dumbed down to the lowest denominator. It can't be 
information for the sake of information. It has to be dumbed down so bad to the point where people can digest it. Yeah. And then they can watch it. It has to be entertaining. It has to be flashy. It has to be something conspiratorial. It has to be something so interesting that it stands out from everything else. The information itself can't be interesting. It has to be the personality that's interesting or whoever they bring on is very interesting. People, I don't know if people really want education. I don't, I, I'm, I'm very, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty nihilistic when it comes to the future, when it comes to education and what people are into. That don't mean that TikTok shouldn't be popular. I just don't know why. I don't see the TikTok generation fucking with Kiko's free thinkers for a time soon. Yeah. <laughs> but those people have to live eventually, right? 30 years from now, those people are going to be um, grandparents. Where we're at. <laughs> yeah. So when does that die out? The whole, the, the fat, to me, it's just a fad. And um, everything is now trans man. And, and, and Rogan and Dor to me are just a punching bag of people who disagree with the bourgeois politics. But to me, Dor and Rogan are almost extensions of that. Now, I know they don't may not have that intention, but I think that the people who fuck with Dor so hard, I think they're going to be disappointed because he's talking about running for office in 2024. I think they're going to be disappointed once they realize that Jimmy Dore, the podcaster and the comedian is not Jimmy Dore, the politician. I oh, just. Well, it's like the people that well, I love Rogan. If he ran, I'm not voting for him. But, 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 but I tell you what, if he, but if he talked the way he did on his podcast, Jimmy Dore, I thought that, I think that would be cool to see. I think that would be cool to see. He, he said himself on the last, um, episode he did one of his latest episodes he's trying to bring together the working classes oh yeah he's trying to bring people together where have we heard that before bringing people together isn't that what every politician says they're going to bring people together that's every yeah like change like we're going to change things and we're going to joke jim crow joe said that the whole campaign i'm going to bring people together yeah so what what was the one of the first things he did he ostracized people based on their medical status because of a product. When he had a campaign stunt where he had, I'm going to punish and end Big Pharma. He had this as a sign now. I'm going to stop Big Pharma as a sign now. This, this fucking idiot. <laughs> he has stopped Big Pharma on there. And he's like the biggest cheerleader of their product. And he's always been, even before... The virus came like the newest one even before the newest one came he had always been one of the chilies why because they give him money like just go to opensecrets.org and they tell you Dude, who's I've got to money. Go to, you keep telling me to go to that and i keep I've just got type to into people's names it tells you what companies are giving them how much money to their campaigns and everything why would you be against pfizer when they're funding your political campaigns why would you be against? I mean, Mike Bloomberg. I told you guys about this. He almost gave him ninety-five million dollars to to fund his campaign. Yeah. Mike Bloomberg. You know, the same guy who had these restrictive measures when it came to policing in New York City, mayor of New York. Mike Bloomberg conveniently became a Democrat. But that's what I'm saying, man. 
just think about it like this. You can literally one day be a Republican and the next day you can rest as a Democrat and no one will bat an eye. Look at Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard got burned so bad by the Democrats. What's she doing now? She's obviously a Republican now. So uh, she's hosting for, Tur- for Tucker Carlson on Fox News now. Why can you do that? Because it's a revolving door. The D and the R is no different. Dude, Honestly, I thought at one point I was going to like her too, actually. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with Back in male, the day. I think a lot of that has to do with male innuendos. I think a lot of the people that I know that like her don't like her for the right reasons. Not saying you. I know what you're talking about because she's attractive. I, is that what you're I saying? I think a lot of people, <laughs> I think so, a lot of people just, oh my God, she's pretty. She's, yeah. she's a, a woman of color, all this shit. She's anti-war. She's definitely, she's not anti-war. She used to talk a good game, but she, she got burned by the Democrats, just like Andrew Yang. Just like Yang, he tried to run for an office in New York. What did he do as soon as he got beat by Eric Adams? He starts this new stupid-ass third party called the Ford Party, which I have no confidence in. And I know that there's some third-party proponents watching this. The Ford Party, to me, is like his fan when he ran his Democratic Party campaign. And he changed in the letter on it. And so instead of voting for a D, you're voting for an F. But it's the same platform that he had when he ran as a Democrat. It's, yeah. Like, to me, it's just like, dude, like, look at this stupid, like, look at the fucking website, the four-party website. Like, what are your principles, you stupid son of a bitch? <laughs> like, no, for real. Like, give me, like, give, I me, 20, at it. give me 20 principles that you stand on. Not some, um, we're going to defeat this corporate money like that's not a position like give me some views like what do you stand for like tell me that and i i can't take people seriously when you can't tell me what you stand for like just tell me what are your views not this um i'm not that group i'm not that group of people i don't agree with this shit okay so what are your views and and that's what he does on his side and he's obviously upset because the democrats fucked him yeah they did but they did that to Tulsi too. And so what is she doing? She's going to the other side now, you know, to Fox News. And w- what other choice, if you're going to operate under that matrix, then you have to join the other team. But what I'm telling everyone is listening, there are 15 to 20 different teams out there. Stop focusing on these two teams. These people are not um, the only options out there. They're presented as the only options, but they're not. That's like there's a, a gubernatorial candidate right now that's running for governor of Tennessee. There's, I think, five independent candidates in the field with Constance Everett. And they're running for office, but the only people you hear about is Dr. Jason Martin and Bill Lee. And then I think a couple of them dropped out of it. I don't, I don't even know his credentials. Maybe he is a real doctor. I don't know. I'm not going to fuck with him like that. I mean, he yeah. might be a real doctor. I don't know. It, now everyone's a doctor, it seems like. I mean, people that I fuck with really well, I'm sorry. A doctor of education is different than a doctor of philosophy or a doctor of, of, of other fields. Like medical. Every, everyone's a fucking doctor now. Like, it, it, it's not the same. It's not to degrade. It's simply saying that that's the highest level of education you can get. I'm not going to bust my ass and write 220 pages of, of it, intensive research about social science topics 
and compare myself to someone that's being a principal in the school is not the same thing at all. The amount of research alone is very different. So doctors, yeah. doctor goes into a scale. It doesn't degrade them. It's just that the scale is different. And medical doctors do different shit than what we do. Yeah. But I, I'd want to be viewed as, you know, having the credibility of someone that, that's put into work to do that kind of stuff. Just It's all scale. It all comes to perception when it comes to political parties, occupations, all this stuff we're talking about. Um, even within the podcasting world with these people like um, Joe Rogan that um, you, he's the largest podcast out there, man. Yeah. He is. It, I, I don't feel too bad for him, though. Like I said, at the end of the day, dude, his, work, his net worth is $150 million. At least, yeah, I think, <laughs> but so it's like, why should to me? He's still a part of the tax bracket that doesn't, he doesn't really care about my issues, man. What I'm not saying he does. No, That's, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I get that. I get that. And even the people who are all about Jimmy Dore, they're just on his job all the time. What is Jimmy Dore doing? Like, what is he doing exactly? Like, he speaks to issues, but but is he doing? Is it could he be doing more out of this whole YouTube? I don't sphere, think so. I come I, here to get info. I come like it depends on what I'm I'm in the mood for. You know, there's times where I, I like that stuff and I want to hear it, but then there's times where I mean, yesterday I literally re-listened to every single one of your podcasts so far. <laughs> like, you know what? I mean? It's like trying to just so. I mean, but, see, but but so what what do you think differs about this forum than 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 some of the other ones you watched? I guess I've kind of said it before. This isn't like, I mean, you had me on knowing that I don't have any hardly any education in the matter, but I think the listeners are going to enjoy it because this is I look at this podcast at least for me is it's it's educational, um, in the aspect of. I'm learning a lot and I'm seeing so many different views. I mean, you got Jay, you know, he was talking about um, like the true terms of like what an anarchist quote unquote really is. You know, you've got Constance Avery, you know, she's talking about police reform and stuff like that, you know? So the, the things that I'm learning on, like I'm actually, when I listen to your podcast, I make sure I'm like paying attention to where I can listen to Rogan and Endure and, and I might be doing shit, but like, like I listen to your podcast strictly because I want to learn something and, and I want to hear what they have to think. And I want to hear what other people's views are. I think that's the difference. So like, I think that's why I have such a hard time with how people view that type of media because yeah, I listen to that because that's what I'm in the mood for at that time. I don't want to, you know, I'm not in a, I want to learn something mood, but then I'll listen to stuff like you or, you know, I mean, I just think that's kind of like what I'm saying. I think it, it's all depends on what type of mood you're in and what you're looking for at that time. And mm -hmm. I just, I don't look at them in a negative light at all, really. No, I don't. Um, it's not, it's not that. Um, I, like I said, I've followed them over the years. But I think there's a danger when it comes to, um, and I see this with a lot of friends that I associate with on the left. They, um, 
they almost use Jamie Dore as like the only news source that they have. Yeah. And to me, that's like a serious problem. If you oh, use yeah. if you put even even my forum, if you're using me as like the only, I guess, source of information, you, it's always good to sort of compare it to other things. I mean, not to say that the information on this forum isn't factual. I mean, I'm a researcher for a living. So, I mean, it's part of my job to sort of make sure that the facts are in order. But I just think that people should be able to, to, to explore what they want to explore. The canceling stuff is um, is more of a gesture. It's not, um, I don't take it too seriously. It's not like they took Dwar off of, um, you know, YouTube or Rogan off of YouTube. I mean, they took a- They pre- don't have they two t- episodes on there anymore, though, unless you watch it live. <laughs> they took a sitting president off of, of Twitter, man. It is a problem, and I don't even like that guy, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, but whether. what difference does it make? It I mean, It doesn't matter, but what I'm saying is it's a problem. It's a precedent, so they're already setting, and the precedent was set a long time ago. When they deplatformed Farrakhan and Al Jones off of YouTube and Facebook, this happened a long time ago. I, I, yeah. That was when it started. That was the gradual, like, the social media. I had already told you guys about the, the Telecommunications Act that kind of, and the Patriot Act. They kind of already set the tone. And so little by little, the independent channels are get, just becoming more absorbed by the corporate channels. I mean, that's what's going to happen because you're giving them more power. Yeah. And, um, and YouTube is just like I said, YouTube is basically an extension of the U.S. government. They have contracts with Google. They have contracts yeah. with Google. And um, if you think that the government should be public, then it should be one thing. But when you start using private companies and they're part of the government, like that, that is like, that's a very slippery situation to where I don't know what, like that's a serious overreach in my opinion. Um, that, that should never be a situation where they should be completely separation of church and state, I don't want those kind of companies taking money from the government and then telling us what to think on top of it. Yeah. You know, it's like, this, to me, that's like, that's a conflict of interest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's what it is to me. I don't know. But um, as far as um, Tyler King is concerned, I wanted, before we close out the interview, I wanted to kind of get your view on um i know we talked about it a little bit not too conspiratorial but you seem to have issues with the political system right yeah and things don't make sense and stuff but you don't apply that to the sports world i i I have to bring this don't even don't even dude come on dude i I, i'm in the sports world dude what are you talking about (laughs) I get that. It's not like you're an active player on the field, though, right? No. I mean, but you're in Corbin the Titans, right? Yeah. And, and so, are are we were talking about the NFL right now? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying the sports, the whole idea of sports is entertainment. It's a business at the end of the day. It's not the WWE though, man. And why is it not the WWE? Because the WWE is fake. The it's winner. Scripted. It's the scripted. Winner, it's scripted. The winner is decided before the match ends. Okay, I give you that. And you don't think that you don't think that point shaving or anything goes on in sports? 
I think refs can have effect in – I think certain sports are easier to rig than others. I think basketball is very easy to rig. There's been proof of that. Um, so why not football? It's a, it's a different – I mean, you would have to really call – a ref would have to really – I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but you've got these kids coming up all their lives working for this, right? You're not – somebody would have snitched by now. In the sports world, this is, these people are not political figures and stuff. I look at politics and sports world, obviously, completely different. I think – Money controls both of them. Yeah, man, but you think you're going to tell me that you're going to talk to these players and be like, hey, y'all are going to throw this game, and then we're going to have Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl again? Dude, I just don't believe that, man. There's no way. Do you think that the last two Super Bowl winners – do you think that those just happened organically? The fact that the Rams won in their backyard and the Buccaneers won in their backyard the year before that? When that never happened in history before that? I mean, the way it played out, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, is it weird and strange? Yeah, but I think it just happened. I mean, it's weird. Trust me. I, I, I agree with you, but I, I don't think it's rigged. I, it's not even I want you to think that because I know you're passionate into sports. I like sports a lot. I follow sports a lot. My brother and I, we we follow sports all the time. Oh, I know Will's but, all too. <laughs> but the thing, but the thing about it is, um, to me, how do you think that they set the props and the and the and the point totals in the games if there's not a relationship between the gambling companies and and the sports organizations when they're the sponsors? When you see FanDuel and all that, when it comes to injury reports and who's hurt and stuff like that. But I mean, are are you trying to? Are you saying because obviously I know you know sports betting is legal here here in Tennessee now, and and a lot of times the spreads and stuff are pretty damn close. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, I've just um I watched interviews before, and a lot of the old mafia people say that ninety percent of the sports books now are ran by basically people who were part of the mafia at one point. Yeah. So why? So so how is this not any different than just being a legalized form of the mafia? Now that the companies can make money from it, they still have a clientele. I don't know, man. I think it would take a lot of uh, proof to get me to believe that. I guess. I guess my thing would be, they just they're consistently within the margin of error. That I'll leave you with that. I just think yeah. that that. For someone that's very skeptical of, of of systems, to me, sports is no different than any other entertainment industry. When you talk about whenever money's involved, yeah, I, would, I mean, there's a whole Netflix documentary series about a bad sport. Oh, I mean, it's, it's not I, impossible. No, I know. I'm not. Look, I know it's been done. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that it's especially. I just think I think football would be a hard one to rig versus basketball it's yeah i think i think the rigging um i think the rigging would be harder but it's just done in a different way um i wish i watched certain college football games and i kind of get suspicions of rigging happening yeah um i think the wake forest north carolina college football game last year was was 100 percent rigged um wow. when when well, I mean, if you watch the game, I mean, and you look at the point spreads and Wake Forest had a three touchdown lead and North Carolina came back in the last 
They scored like 24 unanswered points. When their offense couldn't get anything going, and then Wake Forest could, all of a sudden couldn't throw the ball when they had been bombing the hell out of teams all year. And lowly North Carolina just figured them out, you know, the in-state rival. And the and the bookies had North Carolina as the favorite, but they had them favored by a point. And so the bookies already had kind of an idea that, hey, this is going to be a game. You know, Wake is up 20. They're up like three touchdowns at halftime, but the but the lines aren't changing at all in the bed markets. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's um I think when I think it all goes back into the whole system of um when money is changing hands, um, it's it's a product at the end of the day, and they have to sell that product to people. Yeah. And you have to buy the product. I don't, and if you look at the laws that they passed, and I'm gonna have somebody on um legalized gambling, they basically say in so many words in legal terms that. It is entertainment. I mean, it's, it says that in the print. If you read it, yeah. I mean, it says that it's bet sports are basically just another form of entertainment. That's why WWE stuff is on ESPN because it's all entertainment at the end of the day. The question is how much entertainment is actually a part of the major sports. Um, I, I think there's a lot more to it, but um, like I said, I could be completely wrong, but I think that there's definitely a line there. And college football is definitely very corrupt. Um, I think you can see it very easily. Oh, there's football. there's a lot of corruption there, especially. Yeah, I I, I understand being mm-hmm. corrupt versus being rigged, though. Man, Tyler, I had fun chopping it up with you, and um, we'll definitely have you on at for another season for sure. You know, as long as I got this form up and operating, I'll definitely have you on for another season. Do you have like a social media presence? Is there any way that people can? Uh, reach out to you no i get it if you don't want to disclose your information i, I respect it 100 percent. yeah i mean if they know if they see our post i mean i'm tagged in them if they want to reach out to me over f- facebook with that we can do that okay hey yeah. I, I i feel you in that man hey once you're out in the internet man it never goes away i know that's, <laughs> that's for sure that yeah. it never goes away yeah but um Tyler, I appreciate you having this conversation with me coming on to my platform. But yeah, please check out Tyler's episode. Tell your friends and family to check out this episode and all of our previous guests as well. Our next guest that we have coming up is Jared Ball, uh, a professor from Morgan State University. And then after Jared Ball, we have Sabrina Salvati coming on. And we have a bunch of other guests coming on down the road. But Beautiful people. I hope you have a good afternoon. Get you some sleep if you need some sleep. Get you something to eat if you need something to eat. And we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.